Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to the show. Well, this is the episode you've all been waiting for. I know I have. Episode 63 of our Dragon's Demand run-through from a book that's literally 64 pages long. Damn. And this is Season 6, by the way. Uh, and we just wrapped up Season 10 of another AP, 7 through 10, where actually our Delta Green scenarios. But still, I mean, this... Now, now don't get me wrong. I had some wonderful times while running this AP, and we'll find out about this during the after-action report that you'll hear following this episode. Uh, but there have been quite a few developments since it began. First of all, we started the AP in November of 2020 with Episode 1, We Were Defending What? And of course, as anybody that's on the planet Earth knows, that was during our planetary shutdown. But we got the ball started, and along that way, we... Had a few other developments. I moved from the West Coast to the East Coast. Uh, we also lost or dropped a few slingers, depending on your point of view. But we gained a few others as well. And guess what? We're still pumping out the material. And I know I, I cover quite a bit of this on the after action report for this season. But as your trusted GM and facilitator, I want to add a few things up front. Number one, we have a new AP which will already be several episodes in the can by the time this airs. What's the AP? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's called Bloodlords Book 1, Zombie Feast, for the Pathfinder 2E rule set. Number two, we got an addition to the Hardslinger roster. You've heard him before on our Delta Green run-throughs, and he's made a few guest appearances on our other adventure paths. Samwise Didier, famed artist, world-renowned as well as creator of the show's logo. Sammy and I go back decades playing D&D just like Chris and I do and, and Tone and I do, so it's going to be nice to have him on in a more consistent role running the whole AP with us. So make sure you give him a shout-out. Speaking of giving a shout-out, number three, we're still looking at peppering our lineup with adventure paths from other systems and other additions, and yes, adding other slingers to join us. So if that's something you might like to join in on, then be sure to email me at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com, touch base with me, and let's get a feel for whether or not you'll be a good fit for the hard slinger roster. With that being said, let's warm up our dice and top off our glass as we barrel this bitch across the finish line with episode 63 of our Dragon's Demand run-through. I love a good sunset. Junior, why don't you talk for me? Hello. You hear me? Talking. Okay. Everything uh, sounding good? It's good. What about you, Dave? How's that? How's that? Yeah, we're good. We're okay, solid. We? Okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. All right. Hello. Hello. With the, uh, with the new AP, I want to make sure we treat it as dangerous and to try to keep the tongue in cheek down a little bit. I want to kind of give it that carrying crown death feel because uh after all we're in like the land of the undead kind of make right give it yep. spooky feelings uh do we want to do video bios or audio bios of like 10 minutes blurbs of each character if we do one we got to do them all 
What's like, up, brother? Record, like record it? Yeah. Or like if, because we can just do them and put them on your site, right? Hard 20 site. But we'll do it as like an interview kind of thing. Oh, okay. Like you and I will talk or, you know, Chris and I will talk or Radke or Junior or one of you guys could talk to each other or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Probably best on mine because I got to save the video so I can pull the yeah. audio out of it. Uh, yeah, up to you. I'm down with whatever. It's all about the cheddar, baby. What do you guys think? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. This for the new one? Yeah, for the new AP. Just like a 510 okay. blurb at the yeah. most. Yeah. Concept. So Show enough. You could kind of write your bios <laughs> down, you know, how you came to the conclusion of what you wanted to do, what you think is so cool about him, and kind of give a little bit of backstory at the same time with that, too. Um, does everyone feel comfortable with what their characters can do and their characters themselves in the new AP? I'm a little worried about healing because she is a dampier. Yeah, I was looking at some of that stuff, too, and I just want to let you know, like a lot of these undead um some of them can be healed by negative damage. And I would think that being a Dampier, you would probably know that though. And it says that it's it's a good race to play in the in the AP. So I'm assuming they've got stuff worked in for people that are that way, but I don't know. And not telling you job, but you may think about that as your Don't tell me what the fucking do. I know. I'm gonna fuck your <laughs> I'm guy not, up. Not, anyway. not telling you what to do or anything. I'm glad that I named my character Khan. We've all seemed to enjoy that every once in a while, just yelling Khan. And that might be cool. It's like a rallying cry. <laughs> like if he goes down, Khan, I can't help you. <laughs> Anyways. So how's everyone doing lately? Uh, we yeah, should man. probably be asking you that. I'm doing fine. Yeah, um, for real. <laughs> got a lot of calls. I mean, I think Ratke and I, I I'm more south than you are radke but it didn't even really bother me i nice. mean we had some winds we had some rain and we got through a lot of series of shows on tv i got through season three of 12 monkeys okay Good show. oh Good nice show. oh yeah i'm on season four getting through the home stretch at this point but uh yeah other than that we i mean they closed the the dealership for i think three days and I told my boss, hey, are we going back to work the next day? Because I, uh, I'm i running out of rooms to get hammered in in this house. <laughs> and it was true. So it's like, he's like, get, me too. I got to Yeah, right. I got to get back to work. I'm fucking going crazy here. But yeah, other than that, things are good. Everybody else Hello, have a good man. week. Brandy and the and your daughter, they're good. Like, they weren't oh, going yeah. stir crazy and shit. Yeah, no, everybody's fine. I think my wife started hitting the white closet about twelve thirty in the afternoon. Nice, followed by well, Vino Chasers. We're in here for the long haul. <laughs> Hell it's yeah. like COVID two point You know, welcome on to our, Florida. Oh, yeah, right. Totally. Got to get our Floridian in, impact. I think one day I I stayed in my my pajama bottoms and didn't take a shower all day. I just I looked total. I was starting to egress into Florida, man. <laughs> like right, you're just like sniff test you're just like eh, i didn't do much today i'm good no, like, I was, I was maybe okay. we should try math you know why not <laughs> you know I heard, I heard, it's I not that bad I might have got a bad rap but it's okay it saves you money on toothpaste after a while <laughs> i guess so too and I, I wanted to say junior on your, uh, yeah how's uh how's those dragon crossbow bolts doing that you have that we should definitely use tonight <laughs> yeah gonna be using them <laughs> <laughs> real quick before we begin i would like to give a shout out to our newest youtube subscribers bruce wilson 77 and matthew ganest 
You, both of you got to be patient as this episode is still weeks away from being aired. But let's give them a good digital rage room welcome. Welcome, hey, Doug. Welcome to your doom. <laughs> so let me lead us in proper. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, and with me, the hard slingers. Yeah. Yes. Good dog. Episode 63 of our Dragons Demand run through. This is it. This is it. This is what we have been waiting for. So, after procuring the weapons from Tula's crypt, the three of you, now down one of your number, exit the crypt as daylight begins to wane. And in the dying light, you make out a dark, wafting cloud rising from the direction of the town of Belhain, the same direction from which you see a lone figure making haste towards you, Heinrich. He begins to inform you that the town is under attack by a Teparax the dragon with fire drakes and flying minions at his command. But no sooner is this information dispensed to you when the dragon of the hour arrives. Presenting to all of you the baroness in his claw, he ripped her in half and dropped her to the moist dirt below. And the battle began. A battle now well underway, which will decide the fate of many in the town of Belheim. Last session's final attack was performed by Heinrich, who, using an arrow of dragon slaying, rolled a hard 20. <laughs> the yeah, dragon yes. failed his con save and was inflicted by double the dice rolled, making it 16d8 for a total of 98 points of damage. Damn edge. Hell yeah. And that is where we will pick up Dempsey. You see Heinrich launch this arrow out of the out of the bow, the very same arrow you had just given him. You watch this arrow strike true. You see this dragon wince. <laughs> kind of reel back. You can tell he is in pain. You are currently to his west flank, about 35 feet from him. He is currently 20 feet in the air. What would you like to do, Dempsey? So Dempsey is, you know, still doing strategy. He's looking at the whole battlefield. He knows that dragon sword that uh, Valadir dropped is just sitting on the ground waiting to get picked up. So he's just going to take off and sprint. He's going to move all the way to, to Valadir. And you see him, like, put his foot under the sword. And it flips up and he grabs it out of the air. And then he's going to move over. So he's going to be position himself. He, he's not going to be able to take an attack, but he's got the sword in his hand. He's got the, the look in his eye just ready to attack this thing if it comes close. But he's going to get into the front of where put himself in front of Valadir and uh, Tomy. So he's going to come um, position himself the closest to the dragon because he's got the armor. He's got the sword. He's ready. And he's just like, come on, motherfucker. Let's go. He's turning Russian now. But you're you're getting a sword from Valadir, right? Yep. So his What's whole thing, he's gonna um, first action is gonna be run to Valadir, grab the sword as an object interaction, and then he's gonna run over and make him try to make himself a target for the dragon. Okay. The dragon is in the air. The dragon is in the air. 
Yes. In fact, the dragon sees all this going on, all at the same Very time. Good. And I think the dragon, last uh, I checked, in fact, it was last session, you heard him draw in this intake of air. Look down. You disappoint me. You should have laid down your arms. How dare you take up against me? You see him hold his paw up, gently hovering, probably within 30 feet of Dempsey. And you see this five-foot diameter sphere appear right next to you, Dempsey. I want to need you to make a deck save for me, please. Ooh, that's going to be a 14. That is not going to make it, my friend. You take seven points of fire damage. And then you see the dragon disappear. Vanish. Valadir, you've watched Dempsey run over to you, grab the sword, stand off against the dragon. You see this ball of fire just appear right next to Dempsey. And then you see the dragon disappear. What would you like to do? Do you think it's gone? Dempsey, do you see it? I can't see anything. Gizzy, um, can, can we perceive if it's still there? Is there like the flapping of wings? Make your perception um, check. I got a 12. 12? Ooh, that's actually going to do 23. 23. Dempsey, you're still winded from having ran. But Valadir, you've been standing still for a moment. And you can still feel a slight buffet of the wind about you. And you can even pick out the like a deep guttural breathing somewhere in the air above you. Really difficult to pinpoint exactly where it's coming from, though. Dempsey. I don't think it's gone all the way, but I don't think it's a good idea to be standing around. At that point, I would like to place hand on his shoulder and cast Cure Wounds to Dempsey, giving him nine points of healing, and I'm going to try to fan out is and that move a... away from... Sorry. Is there that a touch spell? Yes, it is. Okay, so you'll move forward to him then? Yes. I'll move forward to him and then use the rest of my movement to kind of not be in a cluster in case the dragon comes down. Is that flaming ball still there? It Brian? is still there. It's five just, feet in diameter right next to you. The heat coming off like a grill on a, a 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Sure is. Hot as fuck. Seven points of heat right up your ass right now. Padre. You see all this unfolding in front of you. What would you like to do? I want to get out of the open. So I'm going to move to the west um, towards the, the dragon head uh, skull. And I'm going to try to take some refuge behind one of the um, uh, the horns. Uh, the one uh, like south of the, the just to get some uh, uh, cover. Heinrich. You see the players begin to mill about on the field of battle. 
What would you like to do, Heinrich? Because you don't see the dragon any longer. I would do the perception check. He's gone. Can I hear? That is only a 12. You feel a little bit of wind buffering you. But then again, at this time of night, it's windy all around. But it's very gradual. He might be in the sky. He may not be. He might have left. Is there anything else you'd like to do Let's besides uh, you got all kinds of things you can do? Uh, how far? How far is it between me and the? the is that Dempsey, the next closest? I'm going to say he's probably about thirty feet away from you. All right, that's good. Uh, okay. Um, well, two can play that game. All <laughs> right. I will uh, cast invisibility on myself. Nice. Right. Damn. You want to move or you want to stay where you are? See how the dragon does with this. Hmm? Do you want to stay there or you want um, to uh, move? I actually want to move move south like a full move, but hold my attack just in case he lands and pounces on me. Okay. I want to separate us as much as possible for breath attacks and things like that. And then Dempsey. I will hold. Dempsey. All right, Looks this like gonna... everybody's starting to scatter. On the on mm -hmm. the field of battle here, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I keep you guys from being bunched up, but uh, I think he's looking around at the other guys, and he's you know all these other guys have magic, and he doesn't. He's just like, bring them back, bring them back, and he's like, fuck it, I'll do it myself. You said this guy is twenty feet in the air. Last time when he was hovering where everyone could see, he was twenty feet in the air before he went invisible so whether or not he's still 20 feet whether or not he's still there maybe he's moved maybe he's gone higher maybe he's gone to ground i think even with the 18th strength this is the metagaming i'm only able to grab jump up and grab something 16.2 feet off the ground and dempsey may be not intelligent but he understands fighting he understands combat so he's just going to try to get this thing to come down um could I try to antagonize him? Like, come down, fight me. Fight. Fuck this magic. Come here. Sure. You want me to roll intimidation? Yeah, go right ahead. Roll intimidation. All right, come on. That is a 17. You hear somewhere in the sky above you. <laughs> that may work on lesser beings. Stupid human. You'll have to try harder than that to get what I am. But right. don't worry, Bicep Man. I'll be down soon enough for you. <laughs> we all hear this? Make a perception check. Because it almost sounds like it's pretty close to him. In fact, you guys can all make a perception check to see if everybody's hearing this. I think what? this is just making him mad, you know, and he's he's gonna rage again. So if he, I rolled twenty one. Mm -hmm. So Heinrich, you do hear this? Okay. Does it sound like he's still in the same vicinity? No, it does not. In fact, okay. It's like the equivalent of Dempsey screaming at like a brick wall. He's like, "I'm gonna come up there." Dempsey, keep him busy. What Be what we like to say, bait. <laughs> The what priest, yeah. the cleric, does he have the armor? Or is he just hiding like a little schoolgirl? 
Quiet. Oh, he just <laughs> used his middle finger to scratch. That means something. <laughs> Dempsey, you stayed there. Yes, sir. He's just waiting for his. Waiting for his. Well, before you hear anything else, that flaming sphere is going to give you another eleven points of damage as you remain next to it. He then appears right next to you. Yes, motherfucker. 20 feet up in the air still. Let's see. Don't worry, he's coming down for a moment. <laughs> he's got to land somehow. <laughs> yeah. He actually does land right next to you. Mm-hmm. And attempts a bite to start. Because we want to see what Dempsey tastes like. Bunch of hot dogs. 20 to hit. <laughs> That's a hit, baby. That's going to be a hit. Oh. And I'm fine. I'm sorry about this, Dempsey, my friend. Go. I don't want to seem like I'm overzealous on this. This is what? Piercing? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is piercing. So this I'm is going raging. to be... <laughs> You're raging? I'm All right. Raging. Uh, 24 points of piercing damage. And then you start feeling this, this ooze going through your body as you take five points of poison. As he's right next to you, doing this to you, he says, don't forget the claw. <laughs> and he brings the claw down too. <laughs> For 14, is that going to miss? 14 is going to be a miss. Going to miss. He just, he starts laughing. <laughs> Big mistake. What are you going to do? Valadier. <laughs> Valadir. Luckily, Valadir's opportunity to take a shot has now presented itself. Uh, recall, remember that I, you have a, um, a plus to dex. Oh, yeah. Oh, was that's that a, right. Uh, yeah. I think it was a plus four to dex. Plus four to Ooh. dex. This is going to be good. Fuck them uh, up. Yeah, you had. Uh, hold on, though. You have advantage also. So you had Cat's okay. Grace. Target has advantage on dexterity checks. So it's advantage is what you get. On uh, dex. Saving dex. Okay. On dexterity checks. Anything that's a dex check, you have advantage on. Perfect. Plus four. Oh. That is going to be. What are you using to shoot, by the way? I'm using the crossbow of plus three, the okay. one that we got, and the plus two dragon bolts. Okay. So that is going to be 21 to hit. Oh, that's going to hit. Okay. Don't even have to pretend. And that is going to be uh, 16 points of damage. Damn. Damn. And that's going to knock off one of my... We said we had 10, correct? Ten that's of correct. Bolts. By the way, why don't All you right. roll the d20 again just one more time. Let's just uh, see if somebody gets that hot 20 out of that motherfucker. That is a 7. Oh. So that is... That's still going to be lower than, than what I originally rolled. Yeah. Do you want to move? Or are you going to stick around? What do you want to do? I'm going to stick around. Father Tomei. Dempsey, where are you? Dempsey, I'm like calling out, screaming for Dempsey. 
Dempsey, give me a ping on the map, please. You're next to the dragon, right? <laughs> he looks at. He's like, I'm. Uh, he's like, I'm a echoes from the skull. I'm a little busy, father. I'm a little busy. I'm yelling. Where are you? Where are you? With all the the just the chaos of this dragon, uh, you know, the father has has kind of lost track of where everybody is. Takes him a moment. Um, you know, he focuses, concentrates for a moment, and and looks at, you know, east of him and has a clear view of where everybody's at. I'm going to move forward um, from my position about uh, 15 feet. To the east? Uh, to the east, yeah. I'm going to move 15 feet to the east, just on the other side of the tux, or the, the tusk of the, the dragon skull. And I'm going to cast a healing word on my party member, Dempsey. And you shall he be healed for eight points of damage, my friend. Thank you. Or uh, eight points of health, not damage. <laughs> well, if I was any other type of DM, I might be upset that you healed him, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> Ooh. What else there, Padre? Uh, I, I'm good. I used my move, uh, my move action, and my spell action, so I'm done. It's. Uh, I got to tell what Dempsey does on this sword. It's, it was a long uh, sword, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it is. It's a plus three dragon bane transformative long sword. The dragon bane adds plus two to the plus three, making it a plus five against dragons. It is, uh, I think it's 1d8 one handed and two, uh, 1d10 two handed. Two handed. Yeah, so that's that's where you get the, the 1d10 from. Okay. But don't forget the dragon bane and that it's already a plus three, so it gives you plus five. Heinrich, you see the Padre come out from behind his hidden tusk. Give a little love to Dempsey. And then you now actually see that this dragon has landed on the ground. Dropped his invisibility to do some love. What you gonna do, Heinrich? We'll move here. Heinrich. Heinrich, yeah, Heinrich. <laughs> and then plastic with the chromatic orb. We will have to choose what power let's do. Mm, I will roll. Looks like we are doing electricity. Send him to the chair. <laughs> the so, green dragon miles. Yes, yeah, so the chrome. Oh my god. Ball. A real tired boss. Plus seven to hit. Seven? Plus seven. On That's what? what the, for the chromatic orb. Hold on. I must roll now. Ah, we only hit with a 19. No, you don't. I'm sorry. When we Sweet miss mother. with a 19. There you go. <laughs> the fiery bolt of electricity flies past and this dragon dodges it. Just laughs. Laughs at your electricity ball. Go back to Tesla. <laughs> you to do it right. Dempsey. All right. So for the first time since he stepped foot on this, he's wielding a, a weapon. And he has this, just looks like a katana in his hand. He kind of spins it around like Conan. And he's like, it's time to die. Now follow with me, because this is going to be a shitload of attacks. All right. I'm looking so, forward to it. Oh, my friend. So that's going to be a 23 to hit. That one will hit. All right. I'm going to put a precision attack into this to make it. Oh, I will not, because I already hit. So fuck him. 
All right, so D8 plus six. Was it one-handed or two-handed? That was one-handed. Okay. So he's going to take uh, 11. Okay. Just comes down flat on like the side of this guy's face into one of his eyes. Now, fifth level, I get a second attack. Hold that Ooh, second. Nice. Mm-hmm. Moment you hit him, mm-hmm. you see his head rear back as one of his fingers goes up, and you see this these hellish flames emit from his hand the moment you hit him. And I need for you to make a deck save as the as he gives you this hellish rebuke for striking him. Oh. That is a 19 on the dice, so that's going to be a 21. You're going to take half this then. Oh, it's not bad at all. Three points of damage. Nothing. Continue. Does he lose his spell from the the getting hit? The sphere? What's that? Does he lose the spell from getting hit? The flaming sphere? I need to make a concentration check on that. No, the sphere is still hanging out. (laughs) So on the second one, I had an 11 on the dice. I rolled a precision attack. I'm using a maneuver. So that gives me 15 plus a 12. So that's like a 27. That's going to hit as well. All right. Oh, that's a six. So 12 damage slice. And then I'm going to use second wind. Do another attack. And that is a three. I think that's going to miss. Let me throw another maneuver into this. It's an eight. So 11 plus 12 is going to be a 23. That's going to hit. How many of these <laughs> fucking <laughs> bullshit maneuvers you got? I'm using hey, everything, motherfucker. You said I would use yeah. the laser beams? The 12. <laughs> this is why you can't keep your people on the show. Because you make shit up along the way. Hey, man, it's good. It's all for the show. Trying it's to keep the, the bloodthirsty DM at bay. All right, so that's 12 more points of damage. He's just slicing this thing up like cheese. All right, final attack. That's going to be a 10. I'm throwing my last precision into it. 15 plus 12, 27. Points of damage or to hit? That's 27 to hit, and then it's 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. I envision the scene in... League of Extraordinary Gentlemen when Captain Nemo is in front of the guy that has taken uh, Hyde's potion and he's just slicing like super like Superman. Dempsey's like, just because I never use a sword didn't mean I don't know how. Dempsey. As you twirl this blade around, sizzling this dragon from left to right to up to down to left to right you begin to see the light in his eye dim dim greatly describe for me and the listeners oh my god (laughs) how you finish off this green dragon with all these strokes of luck so with the last hit you know he's doing these little like pansy hits and he uh he just really quietly he's like father god my hand and he grabs the thing's horn and he pulls it down and as he's pulling it down he's pushing the sword up and it just goes straight up into this thing's skull and uh he leads it down to the ground and he says is that all you've got and he's just breathing you just see that chest 
basically just flipped his off switch. Yep. The whole field goes quiet, except for the slight wind going over the the ankle high weeds and grass on this moist earth. The last light of the day completely blinks out. Done. It's almost like the closing of a curtain on a play. You guys are bathed in darkness. There's no moon out tonight. Dragon isn't even grown. It's just done. What would you guys like to do? I must oh. collect my baroness. Yes, we should get back to the town. I think Dempsey takes off his helm and uh, slides the sword out. And you just see him. He just turns. He starts like kind of wiping it, but he starts, you know, gathering up with the other guys. We should check on the town. That's a good idea. Tommy falls to his knees, puts his hands into his face and starts to cry. He has been so overcome with with just adrenaline since he has come to this this group. You know, as as kind of aid to his fallen uh, brother Flint. It has been a whirlwind since he began this journey with them, and he just he weeps for a, for a moment, and then he composes himself, and then stands back up and and goes uh, to Dempsey, places his hand on Dempsey's shoulder. My friend, you have valiantly fought here today. You have saved us and Belhaim. He's like, we, we all did. And he just, it's one of those things where, like, I think we're all kind of, I imagine that we're all gathered up and, like, those hands just go around everybody. And, like, you know, just that group hug where we're, like, so happy to be still alive and bleeding. The football huddle. <laughs> still alive and bleeding. Yeah. I'm happy. Can't believe it. Need more blood. I'm hugging you, but I'm hitting you. <laughs> Dempsey, you have caused great inspiration. Many songs will be written about you. I'll make sure of it. And as saying that, Valadir actually wants to go and get like a dragon claw to like show as proof that of what Dempsey has accomplished. Yeah, go and go and cut that fucker off. And as you go over and you're cutting that off. Oh shit. Make a uh either an investigation check. Or an insight check. Mm. All right. I'm going to do insight. And that is going to be a 13. You see that this is a small dragon compared to what you see the skeletal remains of behind you that's partially in the Iskander Creek. Make a history check as well. Okay. Uh, 18. With some fucking excitement behind it, <laughs> sorry, I'm asking you to go down in the third for fuck's sake. <laughs> sorry, I just didn't know what would pass. All right, deal with 18. 18. You remember the stories of a Teparax being this massive dragon. This massive black dragon, in fact. 
This is not a massive black dragon. This is like a medium-sized green dragon. Doesn't look like a black dragon at all. All this goes through your mind as you cut his toe off. I hate to inform you guys, but the Tepperax was more of the darker shade, more of a black dragon. This, to comparison, is quite small. What do you mean? It seems plenty big. You think it's Ooh. different? It's plenty big, but I think this might have been trial run for what we might expect. Have we not have we not completed our task? By the looks of dragon, yeah. I would we like need. to say that you have completed your task indeed, my friends. And you just now notice an individual coming up. He's wearing these gaudy red leather pants with the brown vest with a large hat with a blue feather stuck feather in it. Feather motherfucker. All right. And you recognize him as Clossier. And he says, I believe that you are looking too deep into something. And he takes off his hat as though to bow. And you see his face and everything begin to shimmer. And change into like a normal, uh, another individual, basically, as though it had been some kind of disguise that he had been wearing. And he looks at you and he's a rough looking man, scraggly beard, his pants are just in tatters. He still has that rapier on his side and he says, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Asmerkel. This was indeed the dragon that was... Passing itself off as the Teparax. Its name was Sanji, though. I'm sorry for the ruse earlier with the auction and whatnot, but unfortunately, this piece of shit worm had held my pregnant wife, Rima, hostage. It saddens me to say that both my wife and unborn child were slaughtered before Sanji sent his fire drakes and minions to Belheim. I don't know what I was thinking making a deal with such a demonic entity, but I was asked to help keep the ruse up of him being a Teparax. You son of a bitch. That's good. How dare you? Um, yeah, Dempsey is... He's just moved to tears at this guy's story, and like... Uh, father was saying the adrenaline that's pumping through these guys i think the emotions are just running hot so hearing about some pregnant woman and the kid that got murdered he's just he's probably moved to tears as well sorry for your loss i mean i hate to say we can move on but that's that's a horrible thing to leave behind i don't understand how anyone could move on past something like this though she was my future she held my future in her bosom and she... continue on well old man did she have a sister no. where's the mute button <laughs> <laughs> um do you think there's uh still trouble at Belham? do we need to be about it are there more of these things i left Belham. i was hoping to at one point Get a final dying 
death shot even if it killed me with this Sanji. But when I left Belhaim, I noticed that a lot of the flying minions and drakes had got their bellies full of cowardice individuals after basically raising the town. I don't believe there's much left of it, though. I never could find the Baroness or anybody else. I think it's a waste. The whole town is wasted. Tommy is is looking, he's looking in his pockets for his holy symbol. And he asks for everybody to gather around. And he's going to say, uh, lead everybody in a prayer for the loss of Belheim, the loss of, of uh, Clossier's child and wife, all of our fallen friends like Flint. And this goes on for, you know, three or four minutes of this prayer, hoping to ease all of our our feelings of, of uh, guilt or, or anger. Well, thank you, Father. I don't know how that will help the living. I can see that healing the dead, but the division is just too great. I will be taking my leave of the four of you. And he turns and he starts moving further north and actually leaving this wide open area. I still think I'd like to get a look at the town. I mean, if there's any people we can help, that's, you know, an honorable thing to do. I must return the Baroness to her home. What's left? Father, Valadir, will you come with us? Continue the journey. Let's go look at Belheim and ensure there's no one else that needs our assistance. Of course, and while we stop by, let's see if we pick up gold on way. I shall put me in the direction. So it takes you several hours to make your way back to Belheim. You find yourself on the old quarry road. You pass by that large quarry where you originally fought those kobolds so long ago. And in fact, I don't think any of you did. You heard tales <laughs> of a fight with kobolds and other heroes that the Baroness had once requisitioned in Heinrich, you remember that the Baroness had sent them out there to, to expunge the town of this couple threat. Eventually you find yourselves making your way past the burned down collapsed witch tower, past Hunkley's manor, past the Baroness's manor, and you find yourselves crossing the bridge into Belheim, which basically looks like something out of a, just a worn torn desolate place you see that there is no roof on any structure that hasn't been lit a fire let alone the majority of the structures have actually been brought down to cinder very few people move through the streets maybe two or three people at the most you see them wandering around almost in shock you see no horses no dogs but you hear a banging in the distance somewhere in town. Sounds like it's coming from the direction of the Wise Piper Inn. You just hear this banging. Ting, ting, ting. Like ting, the blacksmith? It sounds like a hammer falling on metal. It's like the bartender is always the last person to get killed in the movies. Yep. All right, we should go check that out. 
You make your way along the street. You do come to Bacchus's smithy. And you see Big Bull Bracchus standing over his anvil. He's got one arm in a sling and he's swinging this hammer down. Ting, 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 ting. On a sword. The sword is beyond being forged. You know, when you strike a metal so many times, it actually starts curling up. And it just, it you'd almost have to replunge it into the crucible one more time and get this thing heated back up to redo something. And then he's just beating this thing and he's just in a zone. Ting, 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 ting. All around him you see his helpers, Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Clyde. The half-orcs are all dead. He's all by himself. Bacchus, uh, are you all right? Ugh. Look at who it is. It's the heroes. <laughs> hey, you still need me to get you into that chest. I could, uh, I could still do that for you, at least. Uh, I may be a little winged here, and you notice it now as he's holding up his arm. He's missing all of his fingers off of his hand. It's basically a stump. You see that his arm is just shredded up from the elbow down, almost as though it's been put in a lion's cage, and the whole thing just peeled back like hot taffy in the sun. I can still do this. Look, look, I get you boys. What do you need? You need something else? Another, another sword? Another grappling hook? What, what, what can I get for you? I think it's time to put down the hammer. You've earned it, obviously. I can't. I can't. I promised them I'd keep them safe. I promised their mother. I now look at me. We all did our best. The hammer just drops into the soft dirt at his feet. And he just stares. Thousand miles stare right into this sword. As you guys watch him, Heinrich, in your arms you have the remains of the Baroness wrapped up in a cloak. Your father was kind enough to give you his apparel to wrap her up in. What would you like to do with the Baroness's body? I must take her to have her be buried with her family. And you know that's far to the north, up by Last Wall. Could take you weeks to get up there. Certainly that dangerous. That is a trip I must, I must do. It's for the Baroness. And it's dangerous as all hell. Whole land is overran by orcs. All right. I think I know some people that may help when things have cooled down here. Gentlemen, I must take the Baroness to be buried. Maybe uh, you might come with me. And the group sees Heinrich has sort of reverted back to that older gentleman butler. He's no longer the old seasoned adventurer warrior that you saw in the battlefield the, the toll has also been taken on on heinrich and though he still has the rapier at his side and the fine chain armor you see under his garb the loss of the baroness has taken its toll on him as well as with the town if you're leaving i'll come with you i'd best be on my way as well i think my business here is done 
don't think there's much left for me in this town. I shall accompany you as well. Besides, the people need to know what has happened here. My friends, I must head back to my temple. I must speak of the the courageous acts that Flint perpetrated here amongst these fine adventurers. Father, ride with us to the crossroads. And then perhaps a little more. We'll get you where you need to be. I, I, I thank you. Thank you, Dempsey. When he's singing these songs, he's not going to be singing just songs about me. He's going to be singing uh, songs about all of us. Because it took all of our hands in this one. He like looks at yours. Bacchus and he's like, especially that one. Oh. <laughs> Heinrich looks to uh, the blacksmith. You wish to go with us. We could use someone like you in case a wagon wheel breaks. We could use your skills. I appreciate it. Uh, you see a glint in his eye. Yeah, why not? Let's get this. Uh, let's do this right. He reaches down in the dirt, grabs the hammer. Let's do this, boys. And ironically, as your procession begins to head north, you actually make your way out of Belheim, going up Devi Road. The Baroness's last name. And that is where we bring the Dragon's Demand to a finale. Well done. Yeah. Well done, guys. We must go back for gold. I'm not going (laughs) empty-handed. Cue the Huey Lewis and the News soundtrack. We must, there's a lot of fallen bodies back there. We must get them. I want them. <laughs> Could we have saved? Looking for some teeth there, Heinrich. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We have also have a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session... Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.